Angel! Welcome back to another episode of You Are Always Enough with your host, me, Lisa Marie. I hope that you are having a wonderful day so far. And just remember, if you aren't, there are ways to change that. I hope that you've had a lovely holiday season. And if you haven't, just know that I'm thinking about you and I'm here for you. And you're amazing and beautiful and brilliant and I am eternally grateful for you so thank you for everything that you do let's see in terms of life updates um not a whole lot has happened since my last episode um I've really just been working like any other adult out there um and I've been doing therapy and emdr therapy per usual um i celebrated some holidays with my friends and loved ones and yeah i have had a very productive day i had the day off from work so i deep cleaned my entire apartment and just kind of relaxed when i needed to i had therapy um But yeah, it's been a productive day, it's been a productive month, and I hope that it has been productive for you as well. And just a reminder, even if you are relaxing or laying in bed all day, if that's productive for you, it's productive for you. And I'm proud of you, so thank you. So for today's episode, I really wanted to focus on 2023 as a whole year and talk about kind of all the things that have happened and I wanted to call it 2023 wrapped because I thought that was cute and fun and trendy if I might say so um yeah I just wanted to kind of start this by saying thank you so much to every single one of you who has listened to a podcast episode that I put out this year it means the world to me and I am so grateful. I love connecting with you all via social media or in real life and just kind of hearing all of your thoughts on my episodes or topics or whatever. And just know that you are so deeply loved and appreciated. And even if I don't know you personally, and even if you haven't you know, reached out and said that you listened to an episode, that's okay. Just know that I still love you and appreciate you. And I hope that I have given you something from these podcast episodes. So 2023 was a pretty big year for me, I'd say. Um, Some of the most important things that I did this year um, include... (sighs) me buying my first car I have a very beautiful Volkswagen Beetle and it's dark gray and I love her her name is Cloudy um that was an accomplishment that I didn't really plan on I mean I knew that it was gonna happen someday but I didn't you know, like, I wasn't planning to do it in 2023 or anything like that. It just kind of happened um, very quickly for me, and that's just how I am as a person. Like, I 
if I set my mind to something, I will accomplish it. Um, that's just who I am. And so I decided I was going to buy a car and I did it. And I spent hours and hours doing research and finding the best car and the best price and the best everything. And I'm so grateful for the ability to do that. And it's actually funny because I don't even have my license yet. Um, but that is something that I worked really hard on this year. And even though I don't have my license quite yet, I will next year for sure. Um, I practiced driving a lot. I got a driving instructor. I begged my boyfriend to take me out driving. And yeah, it was really scary and hard and you know, it's something that I was always told I couldn't do. And so to be able to do that is just so beautiful and so fulfilling. And yeah, I'm really excited to get my license and uh, drive around by myself and do what I need to do. So yeah, I'm super excited about that. It was also a really big year for me in terms of healing and growth and just becoming a better person. I think becoming a better person is something that I work towards every single day and it's really important to me and one of the ways that I do that is by going to therapy regularly and so this year... At the beginning of the year, I was just doing talk therapy every week, and eventually, I started going every other week, and then, you know, even every three or four weeks sometimes. Uh, it's usually every other week, but sometimes things happen. Um, I really didn't anticipate that. Um, you know, when I started my healing journey, I just felt so broken and so lost and confused and to be able to say like I've healed enough to not need therapy every week is so bizarre to me and I'm so proud of myself for all of the growth that I put into it and then um yeah I mean obviously therapy is there when I need it but super proud of myself for that and then as I'm sure you know I also started EMDR therapy a few months ago and that was huge for me um I was on the wait list for EMDR for over a year and there was no movement no prospects of getting in and then um thankfully just some things fell into place and I got a referral and I was in within a week of that referral so that was just huge for me um and I started EMDR and it was really scary and you know it was something that I always kind of thought about doing but I didn't really know and then I started it and it has just been so life-changing for me and I'm not going to lie, it's really difficult and, you know, it takes a lot of energy and effort and healing and it's hard and scary, but it's also so beautiful and it was so, so beautiful to be able to 
literally heal from the most traumatic event in my life in one session that was probably 40 45 minutes and it's it like literally cured me like I stopped having any trauma um from that and that's just what keeps happening every week when I go I heal and learn stuff about myself and remember things and it it's not as hard anymore you know I may have a few hours after my session of just kind of like processing things then I wake up and it's just so much lighter you know life is just a little easier every single time I do it and so I just I can't recommend it enough but I will say that you do have to be at a really specific point in your healing journey. You know, it's not something you should just jump into off the bat. I think you need to be in a very good space in general. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend EMDR if that's something that you are able to do. Outside of that, I really can't think of anything else that was super significant to my life as a whole um from this year I mean there were so many things in general but yeah I just learned so much I've really become myself more and more every day I have surrounded myself with some really beautiful people and I strayed farther and farther from some really horrible people that I had in my life and to be able to do that is huge for me because I have huge abandonment wounds and so I really don't leave people often um they have to be like so horrible to me for me to walk away and this year I really learned that if you are not vibing with someone you don't need to be in their presence ever um if they're not a nice person they probably don't deserve anything from you and so that's just a huge lesson that I learned this year and I hope that you learned that too and if you haven't you know maybe it's something to focus on next year I just kind of, before recording this, went back and listened to some of my old podcast episodes from this year, and yeah, I've learned so much. It's been such an important year. I turned 23, and every day I just, you know, am more and more myself and more and more confident in who I am as a person. One thing that I do find extremely, extremely important is just trying to be yourself as much as possible. I think every day when you practice and, you know, put energy towards being your true authentic self, your life is just going to keep getting better and better and the more you become yourself, the more you will meet people who truly 
are meant to be in your life. And another really, really important thing that I learned this year is just understanding that not everyone in your life is meant to be in your life forever. And in fact, they probably won't because, you know, forever is a long time. And, you know, every single human at all times is growing and evolving and changing and just going through so much in their head, just like you. And sometimes people are meant to come into your life for a specific reason. You know, I've had friends come into my life to teach me something small or something big and then you know our relationship fizzled out and that's just normal that's just part of life that's part of being an adult and as someone who has dealt with a lot of abandonment wounds it's really hard to be able to understand that that's okay or let, that you're going to be okay but it, it's really true at the end of the day And so when you have people in your life and they leave, you know, it's really important to take a step back and think about, you know, what they taught you, what you learned from that relationship. Sometimes you learn what not to do, who not to be. And just know that you are learning something no matter what. You're learning things endlessly as long as you're open to it and so just keep an open mind and know that it is going to be okay and you're gonna be okay and you deserve good things no matter what you've been told or what has been taught to you another really important thing that i learned from emdr is that at least for me, most of my thoughts where I'm like criticizing myself or whatever I'm doing, it actually came from things that you heard verbatim as a child. That's what happened for me and I'm sure it's happening for a lot of people. I would just hear the most horrible things about myself every day no matter what I did no matter no matter anything like every time I looked in the mirror or you know any second of the day I was just hearing these awful things about myself and I just you know, it didn't matter how many hours and hours of affirmations I listened to. I still heard these horrible things about myself. And I couldn't understand it because it's not my voice that I was hearing. And I know everyone has like a voice in their head that like doesn't sound like themselves or whatever. I didn't know who it was, but they were saying horrible things. Then I started doing EMDR. And I started, like, re-immersing into these memories that I have. And I realized, you know, these things that I'm hearing about myself constantly are actually things that I heard about myself verbatim from usually my adoptive mother or someone. 
in my childhood. And then once I realized that, it just took away all the power because I no longer believed that I was hearing myself or like I was hearing the truth. I was realizing, oh, so I was told that I was horrible and awful and ugly 20 million times as a child and now that's just what I believe because that's what I heard. And that's the other thing. Things that you heard, those one-off things you heard from a bully or whoever as a child, you internalized that and you are living that right now. Whether you believe it or understand that or not, you are listening to the things that you were told. And that's why, you know, when you're learning about parenting or whatever, they talk about how important it is for you to, like, build up your child and, like, say nice things to them. And for me, that just wasn't the reality. You know, I heard horrible, awful things every day. And, you know, that's just not okay. And even if that's your case or not, you know, you can just learn from what I'm saying and realize that you can change the narrative. You don't have to listen to those horrible, awful things you're hearing about yourself. You don't have to believe it. You don't have to just, you can just change the narrative. You can move on. You can create a new narrative. You can create a new path. You don't have to listen to whatever your brain is telling you, okay? You might need to take some time to practice that, but it is possible because I've done it. Another important lesson that I've learned this year just by, you know, healing and growing is that people are going to be out there and they're going to tell people things about you that may or may not be true. People are going to listen to you and make up their own stories, you know. I used to get a little bit nervous or scared putting out these podcasts because I was like, oh my god, like, what if I put this out and someone says that it's not true? You know, what if my abusers are listening to this. Um, and then I realized they probably are <laughs> at the end of the day. They probably are listening and they're probably laughing and they're probably, you know, telling people that I'm pretending to be some victim when I'm not, you know, when I had some perfect happy childhood and I'm just, you know, mentally ill or whatever. I don't know. And they can do it. You know, they can do it and we have no say. You know, you can't just go around and try to convince people your side of the story. People are going to believe what they want to believe and people are going to lie about you. And that's just a fact that you can't change. And so all you can do is continue to be yourself no matter what. You know, you can continue to tell your story and not be scared of what other people are saying or thinking because 
they're going to say it or think it whether you tell people the full truth or not. You know, people are going to be cruel and awful and that is just life. And all you can do is continue to be sure of yourself and, you know, make sure you're telling your truth and... It doesn't really matter what anybody else thinks or says because only you know what the truth is. And you can sit and argue and, you know, tell everybody and anybody who's listening, but it's not going to change anything at the end of the day. You know, you might convince somebody of something, I don't know, but if they needed you to convince them your truth or whatever, it's not worth saying anyway. And I recently heard, you know, so I'm really open about my life and my struggles. In general, you know, if you know me in real life, you probably know some parts of my story or the whole story or whatever. And especially my close friends, you know, if you're close friends with somebody, you should be able to tell them the truth and the full truth and whatever. And... One of my close friends recently told me that one of our ex-friends thought that I was lying or, like, making up my story and, or, like, um, I think she said I was just, like, making it more dramatic than it was. And I just think that's really funny because, firstly, why would anybody make up such horrible things I just I don't know if we're capable of doing that um I mean I know people are capable of lying and like making things up but like the things that I told her and the things that I experienced are so horrible and deep and dark and scary that I just can't like I just don't believe that someone can make that up you know and I could, you know, I could reach out to her and, like, tell her, you know, that I was telling the truth and, like, try to convince her and whatever, whatever, you know, but what, at the end of the day, what is that getting me? Nothing. You know, I guess the satisfaction of, like, convincing someone, but if they don't believe it, they don't believe it, and who am I to try and force someone to believe my story? You know, it's my story, and I know that it's true, and, you know, I know that deep down, and that's all that matters. And if she wants to go around and tell people that I'm lying or making it up or making it more dramatic than it really was, then she's a bad person, you know? You don't listen to somebody's deepest, darkest, most traumatizing experiences, and then go around and tell somebody else that they were making it up like that's just not that's just not something that you could do or like should do and be a good person she's just not a good person and I've come to terms with that and it's really hard you know it's gonna be hard for you to realize that the people that you love so deeply might not always be the best um, it's going to be hard to let people go. It's going to be hard to, you know, 
move on and keep going without someone you love so closely. But after you get over that, you realize how freeing it was and you stop seeing that person as this like amazing wonderful like has done nothing wrong in their life person you're gonna see them for who they really are and that's something that it took a long time for me to come to terms with you know I feel like I just remembered or like just realized the past few weeks that I was the amazing wonderful person in so many relationships, you know, I was the person who sent them good morning and good night paragraphs when I felt like it. I was the person who initiated all of the hangouts. I was the person who always hosted, always paid, always, you know, was there for them. I was the good friend. I was the one who listened to everything that they had to say and who let them, you know, be vulnerable and be themselves while I sat quiet and didn't really talk about myself. You know, I was that person in that relationship. They weren't. And after I got over it and I healed and realized, you know, they weren't a very good friend to me, then it was okay. Then I was healed. Then I was able to look in the mirror and like myself just a little bit more, you know, and that's what's going to happen with a lot of these people that end up no longer being in your lives. It's going to be hard. You're going to have some really tough days. You're going to miss them. You're going to want to call them. You're going to want to text them, but you need to sit down and take a look at your relationship and realize that they were never that good to you. They were probably bad most of the time, for me anyway. Or, you know, maybe they were okay, but they were just okay. But at the end of the day, everyone is just a person. And people come and go in your life, and that's just a fact. But they're just another human being, okay? Whatever they did... That was so amazing. Someone else will do it. And someone else might be able to do it better. And that goes for romantic relationships too. You know, some things are just not meant to work out. Some people are just in your life for a short time to teach you some lesson. And it's okay it's gonna hurt, it's gonna be hard, but you will get through it, you will get over it, and you will be able to love yourself just a little bit more once you are through it, and just know that if someone leaves, it's not because you did something wrong, okay, and sometimes people might say that, you know, you were the bad friend, or blah, 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 but you have to be strong and know who you are more than anything, I really, I don't know, I don't know why we are born. I don't know, you know, what happens in the afterlife or 
anything like that. But what I do know is that every person is born and they have infinite resources and infinite ways to better themselves and to love themselves just a little bit more. And in this day and age of 2023, you have unlimited free resources to help you be a better person, to help you love yourself more, to help you be kind and caring and compassionate. And it's up to you to make those choices. And you can sit around and you can make a million and one excuses about why you can't be better, why you can't love yourself. But at the end of the day, they're just excuses. And if you truly want to be a better person, then look in the mirror and start to love yourself. See how much better the world becomes once you start to love yourself. And I'm no expert, you know, I wouldn't say that I love myself more than anyone. Um, But I have worked on it, and I'm so much better than I was a few years ago, and my life is infinitely better than it was, and yours can be too, okay? So if you can, in these last few days of 2023... I think it would be really, really meaningful and special and important for you to sit down and think about all of the things that happened this year that were good. Think of all of the things that you thought you could never do and you did. Think of all the people that you met or people that you lost and you know, look at it as a whole. Look at it as a year that you just experienced and just know that you are strong and so capable and you can do anything you put your mind to i also think it's really important to take a sit sit oh my goodness to sit down and take a look at what you want for your next year and know deep down that anything you want to happen next year can happen as long as you're willing to put effort and energy into it, okay? So, that is my homework to you. Number one, reflect on the past year and remember all of the things that you experienced that were good or bad. And number two, figure out what you want next year to look like. And for me and my friends, we made vision boards with pictures, um... You can write it down, you can make a collage on your phone, on your computer, on whatever, but just do something. I promise it will be important and so good for you, but yes, I hope this episode was helpful or useful in some way, and I love you so, so much. Please don't hesitate to reach out to me via social media. All of my social media is at Lisa for Williams, Lisa, the number four, and then Williams. I love you, and I wish you the very best rest of the days of 2023, and I can't wait to start 2024 with you. Mwah.